You are listening to If It Has a Score, a podcast about movies, TV, sports, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Devin Lang and Wes Skim. Hello, happy February 1st. Is it, do you pronounce it February or February? Definitely the first one, not the second one. I just feel like that's so forced. I don't know. Like, like you're really, but you're really pronunciating the R is all there. The, it's like when you say library or library. Do you like say some people say library? Do you say Wednesday? <laughs> Wednesday. Yeah, we do pronounce the N before the D. Wednesday. Yeah, that's that's I mean. rough. <laughs> that's dumb. Yeah, some words they have silent letters. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> we we told you that information. No one else. You never learned it before. Uh, yeah. You come here for lessons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back to uh, February, our first episode. I just used the R. <laughs> <laughs> um, our first episode of the month, which means our first episode with our new theme. We're going for like rom-coms and stuff, you know, like I think our theme is called... Um, uh, Let's let's go with. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um, let's just say it's rock. Love in the air. I'll say. Um, yeah, because uh, we're cool. doing this because of Valentine's Day being in this month. That's true. So, that's true. love. In so the our air. our theme is love is in the air. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. about it. Uh, so we're gonna go right into news, and then we'll be doing our first draft or our only draft for this month. Uh, with these new characters and rom-coms, etc. So yeah, here we go. Bit Dude. of a stretch for some. But <laughs> yeah, some of them it's a stretch for sure. Uh, I guess I could start. I've I've only got a little bit of news. Um, so this past week, we just saw um a a popular creator in Adult Swim and other networks, Justin Roiland. He was just um cut off from Rick and Morty his like first big show um as well as Adult Swim in general mm-hmm. uh due to the domestic abuse charges that have been brought up against him no decision has been made yet on that but i mean in general a lot of this is also because um a lot of communication from him in like DMs on Twitter or, or other social media apps of him just being wildly inappropriate Thing like, I heard about that. Yes, yeah. so it, it's also considered misconduct in some ways because it, it's with people that he's worked with too. It was mm-hmm. with people that he was working with. There were some texts that went around too, and um, so just in general, uh, it it just seems like a very uncomfortable work environment, right? Uh, so they cut him off from that. He's also been cut from uh, Squanch Games, which was his game uh, network that started after Rick and Morty. And uh, he he stepped down. He resigned. I have yet to see whether he's been cut from Hulu, etc. Because he he has uh, quite a big deal with Hulu. He's doing a, a few shows with them, such as Solar Opposites and Koala Man, which mm-hmm. just came out. Uh, so I guess we'll see more updates on that. And they might be waiting on a decision specifically. But mm-hmm. Adult Swim sort of jumped the gun. Same with Rick and Morty. They jumped the gun. He's going to be recast because he was 
the voice of Rick and Morty and countless other characters on the show. Got it, yeah. Um, but they said it's going to continue on with a new character. Um, so, yeah, that's the extent of the news for him right now. We're still waiting on the actual trial to see what happens there. Um, any comparisons to the sports world? Any players get, like, cut and then just immediately replaced? I was thinking of that owner for the Phoenix Suns and for the Phoenix Mercury. That's Robert right. Sarver. I had some emails leak and then some other exchanges. And then there was also a coach um, two years ago now, um, Gruden from the Las Vegas Raiders, also had some emails that got released. And obviously none of these were in their favor. They were all um, hate speech and they're all making other people uncomfortable, putting right. people on the spot, all just real inappropriate things. So I feel like anytime you have things like that being sent out to your coworkers or within your team, it's best to let those people go. And, you know, you're not even waiting to see what's going to happen in court for other charges that they may have. You got to let them go because it's what's best for your team moving forward. Right. So if, if the record tracks, you know, if, if the records are there, they have the proof that misconduct in general is a problem. Yes. Um, while they don't have the proof that the abuse has happened, they, yeah, like you're saying, they don't really need to wait for a trial at that point. They mm -hmm. have that, that proof right in front of them. And if that's going to be a toxic work environment, then, yeah, it makes sense to, to cut them off. I mean, for example, going back to the coach, they fire coaches just for losing games, and they can do that in the middle of the season. Now, they did this for a different reason. They did do it in the middle of the season. So at that point in time, you have an interim head coach takeover, and then since then they have hired a full-time head coach. But, yeah, they just – had that be released and you know brought to their attention and had to cut ties immediately yeah so yeah that's the comparisons that come to my mind so, no matter if they're the head coach or they're the owner you're never too big or too bold to not be let go someone's going to step in and say hey enough is enough right not just that like it's never okay to behave like that no matter where you are on the food chain like Absolutely. whether you're the top of the company or the bottom of the company it doesn't matter like that is not okay nope um so i i think that it's a good thing that they're making this decision and that's a big decision for them considering that's the the title character and a co-creator of the show so um we'll we'll keep watching for updates and we'll see uh how the trial goes and see what the decision from hulu and disney is at that point yeah. um all right next bit of news I was wrong last week when I <laughs> talked about the Oscar nominations coming out in February. Uh, totally wrong. They came out end of January. So I have never really been that big into award shows uh, until like last year that I really started watching them. Because my, my friend on uh, Freshly Popped, Jordan, he's really into the award shows for movies, TV, etc. Mm -hmm. He loves watching those. And I was never really into it, but he he hosts like an Oscars party and he invites me. And it's it's fun to do the little like, it's kind of like how for for football you do the draft and you try to guess who's gonna win and like yeah. the Super Bowl and stuff. Yeah, this is the same thing. You get like the list of all the Oscar categories and you try to guess who's gonna win each category, and it's fun. But like 
most most years I haven't seen a good chunk of the <laughs> the movies that are actually nominated. Like I've seen the big blockbuster ones, but then you have those smaller indie movies and everything that um that get nominated for different categories and it's just like I'd like to I can't this year cuz I'm out of time, but next year my goal is to actually watch all the movies that are Oscar nominated. Yeah. That way like I can actually go in and maybe make a an educated guess. But anyway, for this year, uh, we saw a lot of uh, the same things from like the Critics' Choice Awards and everything. A lot of the same movies getting nominated. Everything, everywhere, all at once is at the top with the most nominations for this year. 11 nominations. Uh, and then Banshees of Inishirin is also up there. All Quiet on the Western Front is up there. Uh, even Top Gun Maverick and Avatar The Way of Water both got best picture nominees so we're seeing a lot of similar uh rave around these different movies like if you heard about it a lot over last year they got a nomination in something this year so no movies that got snubbed it seems like uh, i mean that were popular and they didn't get nominations there are snubs every year but as far as i know looking at this list i don't think so i think that we we got a, a pretty decent list right now. Like this is really good. There's no movie that I'm looking at that I remember seeing last year that I'm like, why isn't this on here? <laughs> got it. Yeah. yeah. And then, like you mentioned, the game within the game. That's always fun to gather up with friends and try to predict what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Right. And the Oscars are gonna be in a couple weeks. Here, you can check their website for the other movies that are nominated. If you saw any this year. And maybe try to put together your own little little votes, your Oscar predictions. Yeah, yeah, we would like to see it. So if you got it put together, go yeah. ahead and do us a favor. Send, it to send us. them to us, and we'll we'll tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I haven't seen all of them, so um, I'm gonna make my best educated guess and maybe post it out there at some time here. Uh, but that's it yeah. for me for news. Not too much else that I saw that i wanted to talk about so your turn all right yeah i have a few things i like to talk about so as we're recording this lebron james is only 117 points away from passing kareem abdul jabbar as the nba's all-time scoring leader his 30.2 point per game average through 40 games this season and 41 points last night in the 125 to 121 overtime loss to the boston celtics made it so it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when. The fact that James never averaged below 20.9 points per game in a season has him on pace to break Abdul-Jabbar's record 100 games sooner or more as well. Abdul-Jabbar reached his tally of 38,387 points in 1,560 games. The Lakers game against the Spurs was the 1,405th of James's career. So similar to Aaron Judge's home run record this past season, the the sports world and myself is getting ahead of this one, and we will be keeping a close eye on this. So really cool to be a part of some history and get to witness it. Yeah. So I think that they'll be doing some streams coming up. I know they're doing that for Aaron Judge. That's why I mentioned that. Like, if he was up to bat... In a game, they would have that in like the bottom corner. Even if you were watching, let's just say a football game or something at the time, 
they would have also a stream of it below. So you oh, could okay. see if he did hit that home run that would tie the record or get the record for it was the Yankees organization that he was going for that record. They had a stream of that, so you could still see it no matter what other sport you're watching. I believe they're going to be doing the same thing for LeBron James. They will be having streams of him, whether you're watching a hockey game or if it's, I mean, it's coming up. I'll talk about how we just have the Super Bowl coming up and stuff. There's the Pro Bowl and whatnot. But right. um, yeah, we'll probably just be conflicting with hockey moving forward, but yeah, it'll be cool that even if you're not watching the game directly, like maybe you're watching a, another NBA game, they'll still have that stream, I assume, in the bottom corner. So Right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that'll be cool to see. Second, another thing that was also cool to see, this past Friday, the Hillsborough Hops, members of the Northwest League and affiliate of the Arizona Diamondbacks, released their minor league coaching staffs for 2023, which included Namie Ronnie Janowick as their manager. After serving as a coach in the Arizona Diamondbacks minor league system in 2022, she was named manager of the high A team. In 2022, Rachel Belvacek became the first female manager in professional baseball when she led the Yankees class A team, the Tampa Tarpons, but this year, Janowick will become the first woman to manage at the high A level. So seeing some history, seeing some first time for women in the sport of baseball, getting to now be managers of teams at different levels within organizations. So Yeah, that's crazy. It's taken this long for that to happen. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, we're starting to see it more and more, the spotlight on women in the sport of football, women in the sport of basketball, women in the... And we're talking like the men's, obviously, because women could coach and be managers and be staff members in softball, or they can coach or be managers and staff within the WNBA. But starting to see breakthroughs within the like male-dominated sport is the breakthroughs we're starting to see. And... It has to be, or sorry, it has to do with the fact of like their background growing up. So it could be um, that their dad has a background in like coaching or management or refereeing, as we've seen as well. Uh, it could be brothers, like multiple brothers having backgrounds in that. So being around both the female and male aspects of the sport, because there are minor differences between them for WNBA and NBA and for softball and for baseball. There's there's some differences between the two. But again, if you have that ingrained in you since you were a child because you were going to your brother's games or cousin's games or your dad was working around it and you visited him at work and were interested in it from a young age, it's things like that that as you're growing up and stuff that you don't forget some of those things. So it's important for these individuals that have always had close ties to it to be able to grow into it so and not just have it be so one-dimensional yeah yeah that's good i i can't wait for when you don't have to have familial ties to be able to do that <laughs> stuff that'd be that'd be nice too but i mean progress is progress so it's it's good that it's happening should have happened sooner but you know congrats to them and that's that's great yep 
and then so this last one and then with a bit of bad news oh no I went one and one last week on my NFL predictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I predicted that the Bills would beat the Bengals, but the Bengals beat the Bills. And then I did predict that the 49ers would beat the Cowboys. They, in fact, did that. So I am going to, as we're recording this on Sunday, going to get ahead of the games. And as I predict these wins, this will also be my Super Bowl predictions because mm. these are the conference championships. Whoever wins makes it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I know last week was rough for you. You're such a big uh, Cowboys fan. No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Not not even. <laughs> not even. But <laughs> What are your predictions? Mm, Let so me hear them. I'm going to pretend have, to understand. Yeah, I have... See, it, it's strange because i backtrack a little bit. My original prediction was the Bills and the 49ers Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So let me start with the uh, Sunday night game and just say that with that being said, I predict that the 49ers will beat the Eagles. Right. So that's kind of what I had in my original bracket. So I predict that the 49ers will be there just like my original prediction okay before so they're any still of the making games. it all the way through yep gotcha. I, I predict 49ers will beat the eagles today and then the chiefs and the Bengals are playing it's a toss-up for me but the reasoning that i came up with is thought the bills were going to make it the Bengals beat the bills so why not have t- the team that beat the team i thought was going to make it make it instead so i think that the Bengals will beat the chiefs and that we will see the Bengals and the 49ers in the super bowl which will be a rematch of super bowl 16 so that's a long time ago yeah we on like we're in the 50s something? yeah we're in the 50s so, so like a 40 year rivalry yeah that's great so yeah i would be fun <clears throat> i would like to see it as well as be right with my predictions so. yeah it'd be nice to be right right if the Chiefs do win and the 49ers win, that will be a rematch. I believe that was maybe four or five years ago now. Those two played oh, okay. in the Super well, that's Bowl. That's not as, as special. Yeah. No, definitely not. Got to so. do it for the, the more special rematch. And so I can be 2-0 and oh, and finally <laughs> so you can be, right. be batting 1,000 for the weekend. I don't think I've done it yet. <laughs> so that's what I have. Again, any feedback, positive or negative, Make sure to bring it my way because this is being recorded on Sunday before the games and released Wednesday after the games. Yeah, so, so it could be immediate <laughs> downfall or... <laughs> hey, at least I've never gone like zero wins in a week. Right, you've so. at least gotten a couple, so that's good. But with this one only having two games and them all being really good teams, I'm not ruling it out. So again, any and all feedback, bring it my way. <laughs> I, I invite it and bring it on. All righty. So yeah. We'll, we'll see how that one goes when we record our next episode. Uh, we're moving on now to our draft for some rom-coms. But before we start, you know, like we said last week, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day is around the corner. It's February 1st. Yes. You've got 13 days to figure out what you're doing. And why not get some tickets for what you're doing through our sponsor, SeatGeek. SeatGeek, of course, is another ticketing uh, website where you can get tickets for all sorts of different events. 
Uh, make sure that when you do, you use our code if it has a score for $20 off your first purchase. It's a perfect way to set up these plans for Valentine's Day. We're running out of time. Start sooner rather than later. You won't, you don't want to be like on Christmas where you're on Christmas Day mm-hmm. running to the store trying to buy gifts. This is something you want to set up ahead of time, and your significant other is going to appreciate you for this. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. If you're thinking you're going to get a reservation for some fancy restaurant in your town, I would say think again. I'd say they probably all are going to be booked up. They are all smaller. If you're looking for a table of two, maybe a table of four for a double date. Those are probably all booked up. But you know what may not be booked up is that game or that theatrical production or that comedy show at a larger venue or that concert at a larger venue with way more seats than that restaurant has capacity for. So why don't you snag two tickets, four tickets, one ticket? Why not? A hundred tickets. Buy out the stadium. (laughs) Why not? Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. You're getting 20 whole dollars off of your first purchase if you use the code if it has a score. So why not treat yourself, treat someone else, and get yourself some tickets through SeatGeek. And here we go for our draft for this month. Uh, we're drafting characters from like rom-coms, characters with like some romantic passion, but yeah. also for passion for this sport we're about to talk about. What is it? <laughs> what is the sport? Yeah, so I knew that there was some sports-based rom-coms, so I'm thinking like there's probably some football ones where there's like high school football, high school sweethearts, and then there's maybe some hockey ones, maybe some basketball ones, same thing, they're playing high school or college, maybe professional, so I figured let's do something that I haven't seen a movie about personally, again, I'm sure there is a movie for this sport and this being a rom-com, but just to make it a little harder on ourselves, I said, why don't we do tennis there's also the australia open as we're recording this today is the last day so there is tennis happening right now if you and i were to so choose we could make a lineup if we so choose but we're going to be making our own lineup we're going to have five players that we're going to be drafting are they all playing solo yeah yes okay yeah they are all playing solo. No duets, nothing like that. Okay. <clears throat> and I'll go over some of the rules of how they are going to be scoring so we can say what it is we think that they're going to do and to try to give our stance for why we think that our picks are better than the other person's <laughs> picks. Um, so these are in best of three sets scoring. So just for playing a match... 30 points. That's pretty awesome, huh? Yeah. So you better choose somebody that's actually participating. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who will show up. Yeah. You don't want to give uh, put someone in your lineup that's going to give you a goose egg, get you zero points. Um, But then here's some other things that they can do. If they win a game, that's two and a half points. If they lose a game, that's minus two points. So you get some wins and losses. Right. You still get more points at the end unless they have more losses than wins, of course. Okay. But a set one. So those are for games won or lost. A set one is plus six points. A set lost is minus three points. So again, hopefully they are getting more wins and losses. A 
one win and two losses would, in this sense, cancel out. So hopefully we have some winners here. But a match one is plus six. And then advance by a walkover is 30 points. Another big one right there. An ace is plus 0.4 points. Now is that where you serve it and they don't hit it? Is that what the ace is? Uh, an ace <laughs> is where it's tied, and then you you get another point. I think. Oh, so like a close victory, that, or is that advantage? I don't know. Hmm. I don't watch tennis. Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not the sports person. Hey, we said we would both be learning a bit more about things like the only tennis movie I've seen recently is King Richard. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you were talking about that Will one. Smith, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so... And I didn't learn anything about tennis <laughs> in that movie. <laughs> There's more background about players, It's right? more about them, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, there was some strategy in it, but like, I do not understand tennis any more than I already did. My only experience playing tennis is in Wii Sports, so I really just don't know anything it, about this. It tells you some in that. And then Mario Tennis, it'll say, like, hey, that was an ace. Yeah, or, Mario Tennis Aces. Okay. Yeah, it, it'll tell you some stuff, but it's been a while. I played I that should, game for, like, five minutes. <laughs> I should have brushed up a bit. My apologies. But <laughs> we said at the beginning of the show. We're amateurs. I'd be, yeah, I'd be learning more about some sports I wasn't familiar with. And you'd be learning some more about some movies, TV shows yeah. you weren't familiar with. We'll so just do our best. We'll pretend that we know what it means and then <laughs> maybe our characters will know more than we do hopefully a uh, couple more technical things we'll go through these so a double fault is minus one so i assume that's bad <laughs> uh break is plus 0.75 a now these are bonuses a clean set bonus is plus four so this is awarded for winning a set without losing a game so Maybe if you have someone that's a total beast, then they will also get plus four for you. Yeah, they just keep winning and winning. Yeah. So a straight sets bonus is awarded for winning a match without losing a set, and that is plus six points. And then no double fault bonus is plus 2.5, no description there. And then 10 plus ace bonus is plus two points. So maybe if you have... 10 aces or more not only are you getting the points for the aces but you are also getting points bonus for having over 10 right <laughs> so that is pretty much the scoring system so it comes down to things within the game that you can do that will get you points or lose you points and then obviously it comes down to games and to sets now, if you are winning those and advancing, you're getting some points. If you're losing, then you are losing points and probably playing less games. So that is also going to score you less points in the long run. So again, as we've stated already, you and I don't know that much and we are not that well versed in tennis, but why don't we give this a whirl anyway? Yeah. We are both discussing we... We'll give it a Haven't shot. Haven't really watched that many rom-coms either. So yeah. this is a very... This is going to be an interesting draft for sure. Yeah. So that... I, I feel like you. Um, I've done movies that I've heard of but haven't watched just based on my viewership. So again, I just feel like 
the we did football again for example and there's like four or five different football rom-coms that would be too easy so had to make it a bit harder on ourselves. that's already going to be hard based on the pool um yeah i was telling you before the show i i swear i had seen more or i guess i swear more movies were rom-coms and they're actually not (laughs) they're just they're just straight up comedies with a love interest in them so with that being said who's going to be going first um you did news first so i I should go first yeah i keep forgetting where we're at with Every other month, switching off. I keep forgetting. We're yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I'll do. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. So All right. I just draft my first character. Yep. And that's it. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So I want to start off strong. Um. But I want to keep my my strongest person wait until the end. I guess. Okay. Or I don't know. They're all playing at the same time, aren't they? Technically. They are. They're all. In this sense, they're all in the same tournament, so pretty much the and they're you're they're all players, so they're not really being put into a lineup. So this we're just is, betting on who's going to make it to the end of their part of it. Yeah. yeah. So pretty much the reason you would draft somebody first is because, and then second, and so on, is because you want to make sure that you draft them before I do. Okay. So you're pretty much gotcha. like when you pick them, I no longer can. So if you think that they're strong. You want to pick them sooner rather than later. We are not this time doing any sort of placement for positions. They're just okay. they're doing one-on-one sets and gotcha, games, gotcha. like you were saying. All right, then I'm gonna go with uh, yeah my my strongest one. I feel I'm gonna go with uh, Wesley from The Princess Bride. Okay, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but Wesley yeah. is like he's a beast. He's so he's so good at fighting and he's agile and. I, I don't know. It starts off like he's in love with this princess, and then all of a sudden he disappears for years, and then it turns out that he was alive the whole time after he was captured by this pirate captain. Mm-hmm. He became the pirate captain, <laughs> is what we find out. And like the movie itself is hilarious. Princess Bride is an awesome movie, but he's he's really good with a sword. And I figure, oh. like, with a racket, you got to kind of use the same maneuver with your hands sometimes. Definitely, yeah. So let's just, yeah, let's go with Wesley in my first round. You have to be shifty. I agree. Yeah, you have to also play offense and defense with a sword. Like, you often see in those battles, you they have somebody striking towards them, and then they quickly put it up and block it. And, you know, it makes that shink, 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 you know, it yeah, makes right, those right. kinds of noises and those intense kinds of scenes. Fast reflexes, yeah. Too. So someone is coming to strike you and you block it. And then now you're on the offense and now you're striking at them. So, yeah, you have to have the ball come towards you and hit it back. You also have to serve it towards them. So, yeah, you're playing offense and defense. I like it with the sword fighting aspect. Yeah. Now it's your turn. Are you doing two now? I am doing gotcha. two. Yep. Okay. So we'll see if I steal any of yours. You better not. I'm going to be upset. <laughs> so I'm going with someone that, again, this is my first pick. I think this is somebody that is strong and going to be skilled in the motion. Same thing like how you did. So I'm going with Alex Hitch Hitchens from the movie 
Hitch. So this is more based on the actor. We're talking about Will Smith here. <laughs> so we okay. um, just said that he has been in a tennis movie before. But something that I was quite impressed with in this past year was his range of motion with his arm. Yeah, We've seen him cock back and swing before oh <laughs> live on yeah. tv uh-huh. <laughs> so that's I, why you're picking him yeah yeah the slap <laughs> it's been almost a year since that happened yeah, yeah this the slap influenced me to pick him and say he can slap a ball with a tennis racket if he can slap chris rock across the face right well, his strength might be there, but his yeah. decision-making skills aren't quite there. You know, like he he had to do quite a bit of apologizing after that. Well, that's my that's my defense for that. I don't know if you'll have to apologize for winning games and sets. <laughs> so if you do, apologize to you and not to me because <laughs> you'll be scoring me a lot of points. Um, but I have seen that movie. I forget mostly what happens and what it's about though so yeah. there's that and then <laughs> this one i have the most recent memory of i don't know if you would take this one but i'll just pick it now because it's fresh in my memory and i'll have good explanation for it i believe this is a rom-com that's kind of what you and i were discussing is like maybe these are technically comedies or technically romance movies either with comedic relief if it's a romance or just a love interest if it's comedy but hey these are our picks, people. So if you have better picks, as always, reach out to us on social media and yeah. debate in the comments. But without getting too ahead of myself, I have uh, Ezra Cohen from the movie You People. So there was a point in the movie where he was playing basketball. His father-in-law-to-be invited him to a park because... He had talked about playing basketball at this park that he had never heard of. He was basically trying to impress his future father-in-law. And his future father-in-law did not believe him. He's like, hey, you know, I looked this park up. I didn't find it on Google. Uh, basically, I think you're bluffing. So I'm going to take you to a park I know. And why don't you go in there and show me what you got. Instead of just, you know, you, you were chatting with me and trying to tell me things that you think maybe I'd be interested in. Let's see if you're actually interested in them and do them. So he started off a little rusty, but then he was in there and he was stealing the ball and doing breakaway layups. He was uh, making open three-point shots. I mean, he was playing really, really well. And with that being at a public park, park sorry, you also see tennis courts at a public park so maybe <laughs> when he is more comfortable being himself he will have this side of him that actually enjoys playing tennis at the park as well that's a bit of a stretch but absolutely okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it is but he did show some good athleticism I mean, yeah, while playing basketball we've said in drafts in the past that like athleticism and skill in some sports can transfer into others so and um i didn't think i said so this character is played by jonah hill so we may remember jonah hill as being like the goofy comedic relief character i guess they're all comedic relief in movies like super bad and 21 jump street and stuff like that but now he actually wrote this movie and was main character in it he's going for more see i know this was like a rom-com and stuff but it touches on some serious social issues 
and interracial couples and things like that. So there are some serious aspects to it. We are taking him more seriously. He's also gone on like this fitness journey since those movies and stuff. So I think him getting to show off like that he's in a, a good space with his exercise and physical health is good for him as an actor and as a person as well. So I'm, I'm if I know who the actor is going to point out who they are to try and help my case a little bit. <laughs> the, in, this is still you people? Yeah, yeah, Jonah Hill. The actor. Jonah oh, yeah, Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Yep. He's, he's always like in and out of shape. So like it depends on the movie, right? But he's he's one of those actors that will like gain weight for a role or lose weight for a role. Yeah. Uh but like yeah, he's he's pretty active. Yes. I I think like he was in Twenty One Jump Street and he was mm-hmm. able to pull off some some pretty good maneuvers and like right. in those Seth Rogen movies he's in, he does some like basic stunts sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> so another athletic person that's done some things in other movies that may help my case i know we're just picking based on this movie but i am trying to make it work however possible right <laughs> all righty well then it's my turn to pick two yep okay uh, my next one i'm gonna go with scott pilgrim okay from uh scott pilgrim saves the world okay that's that's technically a rom i know it's action based but like it's technically a romance movie because he's trying to like win the love interest heart like he's he's interested in her but like he has to fight off all her former lovers um so he's got like the the fighting skills they made a whole like fighting game like video game based on it okay um and i think it was a comic or something i don't know but still the main character scott pilgrim he's he seems like your average Joe, but like he's able to fight pretty well, which means he's got fast reflexes. Yeah. Means he can hit hard. It means he can uh, um, read a situation and figure things out. And those are all skills that you need to have in order to win at just about any sport. And tennis, yeah, when it's just you, you don't have to worry about outside forces of other teammates. It's just you and that other person. So I feel like. Since most of his battles are like one on one, this will be good for him. I agree. Yeah, you're doing a different route than what I'm taking. Yeah. Um, so people that find themselves in fights and in battles. So, yeah, you can't really go wrong with somebody that again has to defend themselves and also has to move forward and try to strike somebody and attack somebody. So. In this sport, you got to be on the offense and on the defense. Right. So, yeah. You have to be another, ready. Another fighter. Not sure what's so funny about <laughs> fighting and battling. Scott Pilgrim's a funny movie. Like it? it's it's funny I'm in the aspect of it. that it's just ridiculous. Got it. So it's over the top. Yeah, it's okay. very over the top. It has a lot of humor. Some of that edgy humor. Got it. Um, but I I would call it a comedy as well. So yeah yeah I'm stretching some of these. I don't care. Got it. Hey, since I haven't seen him, my defense of like calling you out, which has only happened once, you told me that last month the movie I picked was actually not a, a new movie or new show. So that's only happened once within drafting. I'd say that's actually pretty good for doing right, this a couple months was, now. Right. For something not fitting the mold. But with yeah. that being said, um, continue. You continue. have one more. Yeah, sorry. I have one more in this round. Um, yeah. Let's see. I've got 
my options are not too great this 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 we finally picked a genre that i don't really know too much about so i am not super great with choices in here my next one is troy bolton from high school musical yeah so yeah see if we did the <laughs> basketball this would have been super unfair right but let me hear it i i picked someone that played basketball really well let, let's see he plays basketball really well he <laughs> sings really well singing okay he dances really well okay dancing and, is good for finesse yeah, on the court yeah exactly it's the finesse part you yeah know, you got to be able to show off a little bit people who are able to like have those fast reflexes and dance that could transfer pretty well to the fast reflexes of, of uh, a ball coming at your side of the court. Yeah. So um, I think he'd be able to re- react pretty well to it. I mean, in the movie, he's he's got his little like love interest and yep. trying to figure out whether he's gonna d- do the musical or basketball or whatever, <laughs> sing and do basketball. Um, he does have that split interest, but uh, we were talking about with with Kyler Murray there earlier that it. he's able to do multiple of his interests at once and be successful in both of them mm-hmm. uh so is troy so i think that he'll take that success back with him to this one here so you think the interest in multiple things is going to maybe give him the motivation to also be interested in another thing is basically what you're going with right right it's yeah like we see he has multiple interests so why not tack on another one yeah well while you're young and have the motivation to do it <laughs> right yeah all right i like it and also yeah we discussed basketball skills already and how we think that will translate well on the court so i do like it don't have much argument there i would assume yeah that probably is a rom-com huh i guess so <laughs> I'd is call it that it funny it, uh, yeah it's I supposed mean, to be right i guess family movies tend to have a, a decent amount of comedy in it and i think it's also some comedy from the ridiculous <clears throat> ridiculousness of the situation maybe so got it yeah yeah all right yeah i sure <laughs> yeah again i don't have that large of a pool either so i'm gonna do two more picks now and they they are what they are you know yeah. what i mean they're gonna be stretches no matter what so Let's see. Next up, I have Henry Roth from Fifty First Dates. So I believe that's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So a little odd situation. I believe he loses his memory and whatnot. Or maybe the love interest, his wife or girlfriend or whatever does. I forget. But it's right there in the title. Fifty Dates that they are having. It's their first date, quote-unquote. And... Let's just say if people are active, sometimes they're like, hey, why don't we maybe shoot some hoops at the park? Or why don't we play some tennis? Maybe that is a first date that people have (laughs) if they are both inclined to do something active and maybe try something new for the first time. You know, you see people go roller skating on first dates, things that are more athletic. So I definitely can see tennis being something that's entry level enough. They have the courts at the park. You shouldn't even have to pay in most cases to play unless it's wintertime and there's something indoors. Um, You might just have to get the racket and the ball if it's not provided for you at the park. So I just am going to totally make this a stretch and say that maybe that if they have a 51st date or maybe within those 50 dates they can play a game of tennis so he can yeah, get some practice in exactly yeah 
Uh, big stretch, yeah. Okay, okay. That makes sense to me. All right. <laughs> On that same note, um, I have Benjamin Barry. So this movie Ooh. is How <laughs> to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And I believe I've seen this. It's Matthew McConaughey. And if I did see it, it was a while ago. So um, I was reading a little bit about it, brushing up. So they attend some sporting events. I know they go to a basketball game. They play games with each other. So have that competitive spirit. They like sports. These people that are dating at the time or whatever's happening. So with that competitive spirit, if you're playing games with somebody, if you're attending sports with somebody, why not play a sport with somebody? Why not play a game of tennis with somebody? So maybe now if they choose to do that in this sequel that I'm brewing up over here, <laughs> um, he'll have some practice on the court and with playing tennis. So I think, again, the practice for both of these past uh, two characters I mentioned will help them maybe win some sets, win some games, get some aces, maybe. Yeah. You know, so whatever those are. <laughs> hopefully, no break points or anything. So, yeah, mine just has to do with maybe there's an instance in their dating in which they ask their date to play tennis with them. That's basically <laughs> my reasoning for these. Just your, maybe they'll play tennis. Maybe. It's possible. Okay. <laughs> No transferable skills or anything. Uh, <laughs> None that come to mind, but again, maybe... I don't know what games they were playing. It just said something about them playing games. Maybe they, again, were shooting hoops or something, and maybe on 51st Dates. Maybe they were playing We know Adam games. Sandler is a... Maybe, yeah. We know Adam Sandler <laughs> is a person that likes to play basketball. He always so. wears basketball shorts. Exactly. Gigantic ones. Yes, that, so. yeah. So he is not... <laughs> you know not in like a suit and tie or I anything feel like he's someone who could probably play tennis i don't see why he wouldn't be able to yeah i feel like he'd be someone who would who would maybe try it golf he's done golf he did a golf movie yes see yeah. that's i forgot to mention that yeah so happy gilmore i thought was a, a rom-com and it is not it's uh not. technically i guess not but I think but, that I mean, there's a love interest a lot in there. Of these, yeah. yeah, I I would have liked to pick Happy Gilmore because if in it's that a, if it's a comedy movie that has some sort of romance element, I think we can call it a rom com. Why not? Well, that would have been good because there <laughs> there are lots of movies that don't have a romance element, and like they're just a comedy. But like as soon as you add that romance, what's well, making it not a rom com? I don't. <laughs> it's it's the most confusing genre to me. That's for sure. I yeah, I could see that. I'm also like trying to justify it by telling you each actor. So like we could have since we're doing just straight up players, we could have done actors for the first time, but I yeah. I still like saying on theme cuz yeah, I could have just been like Matthew McConaughey, Adam Sandler. Yeah, maybe we'll a couple draft, other ones. Or we'll draft actors sometime in the future and just kind of like pull skills from the movies they've done. That'd yeah, be cool. But yeah, um, Happy Gilmore. Just really quickly, yeah, former hockey player turned golfer. You're doing large swings in that, so you're getting familiar with that range of motion and practicing it all the time. Right. So maybe so you got to have some good forearm strength and everything. Yeah. Maybe you'd get familiar with a tennis swing, but yeah, that's what I got for my picks. Thanks for helping me justify. one. Well, appreciate welcome. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I get two last, last choices here. 
You've done three already, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yep, so yep. my last two. Okay, I'm going to go with Nomeo from Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's he's a hero of the movie, along with Juliet. But um, he is used to living in an outdoor space, a yard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's he's true. able to get out of tight situations. So maybe mm. like he's down to the last match and he just like pulls through. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yes, Nomeo. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So these, this is an outdoor sport. This is taking place outdoors. We assume again right now that it's winter here. Uh, especially where we're at, we are getting a lot of snow. We forgot to talk about weather at the top of the show. That's but, true. Uh, so it, we're hoping that this is based somewhere that is in a warmer climate at the moment. But yeah, somebody that's already used to being outdoors, let's just say it's a really hot day. Let's say it's 90 degrees or something like that. You got to be used to those elements too. Right. I think that that... And he's, a, he's like a garden gnome. So yeah. So like he can... He can deal with elements. He's out, exactly. outdoors all year round. Yeah. I don't believe they continue to play if it starts raining. I, I'm sure they do delays, but I mean, I bet rain, snow, cold, extreme heats. He's used to it all. He's got endurance. Yeah. 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 So it takes I, the story <laughs> of Romeo and Juliet, makes it less of a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone dies at the end because they have a sequel. Okay. Um, <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. So we're going to go with him. Uh, right. And then my last choice, last choice, bring out the big guns here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with L. Woods from Legally Blonde. Okay. Uh, so Legally Blonde is is a comedy movie. You know, she's uh, she gets into Harvard and uh, she learns how to practice law. All but right. the whole reason why she goes to Harvard in the first place is because she's chasing who she believes is her true love. That's where oh. the romance comes in. Yeah. That drive... Uh, to get into Harvard came from her her passion, her love. And while they don't work out, she ends up finding her true love at Harvard. So I would call it more uh, a romant a romance movie as well. Yeah. Um. But you know she she has drive. If if she sees her true. goal, she goes for it, and yeah. that's she's gonna be able to pull that into the tournament. Here, she knows that she wants to win. Boom, she's gonna win. Yeah, let's just say she thought, or who she thought her future husband was going to be, was striving to be a professional tennis player and was uh, <laughs> playing at the collegiate level. Now all of a sudden, she would try out to be a college athlete at this yeah. said college and try to also be a tennis professional. I mean, she's so, yeah. also she comes from a rich family. Uh, okay. Like a country club kind of family, and ah. tennis is something that a lot of country clubs have, uh, in addition to golf. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sticking with that. Elwoods is my final choice. Uh, so that's that's my bracket there. <laughs> All right. Your final reasoning for your final pick is going to help me out with my final pick. So I thank you for that in advance. Okay. I have Edward Lewis from Pretty Woman, who. I don't, or which I don't think I've seen ever, like start to finish. But that's a movie that's commonly on TV, so I do know what it is and a little bit about it. So Ever Lewis is the man who is like the CEO and the the big boss, the rich guy or whatever. So similar to what you were saying, I get some like country club, 
kind of vibes like richer yeah. man has maybe some more time on his hands like he sends his emails and does his phone calls for the day and then he's out of the office and he's at the country club maybe he's playing some golf but hopefully for my sake he's playing some tennis yeah so maybe he plays a little bit of both you yeah can do both. or does like that indoor sport like the racquetball or something yeah. maybe but still the practice is going to help him in this endeavor of playing in this tournament. So that's my reasoning there <laughs> is that he is successful in his career and likely is has the funds and the time to be part of a country club. All right. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. About as good as any of the other reasoning we've brought up today. Yeah, this is a little tougher. So but... those are our <laughs> those are our, our best picks for our rom com theme. Maybe we should have thought about this theme a little bit better, but you tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, you know, uh we're gonna post this on Twitter and Facebook. You gotta vote for who you feel has the best draft, the best lineup here to win. Um yeah, was it Devin? Was it me? Who knows? Maybe we're both equally bad. We could tie. That's yeah. possible. We've done it before. And feel free to send us your five, five of which we did not choose either. So, yeah, if, if you would like to let us know honorable mentions that we missed, feel free. We are definitely open to suggestions this month, yeah. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, prepare to live in your own rom-com in real life. When you buy your tickets with SeatGeek for your upcoming date for Valentine's Day, ooh, or Singles Night, if uh, you're doing that instead. Yep. But still, buy buy those tickets. Uh, use our code if it has a score for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Concerts, sports games, theaters, uh, comedy shows, all of it. Buy it through SeatGeek. Yep, that's a deal in my opinion. One ticket, two tickets, three, four. However many. One Save. ticket, two ticket, red ticket, blue ticket. Save yourself 20 bucks if it has a score. Promo code. Moving on to our last segment today. Two truths, one lie. I guess I'll go first again. Wow. Um, I'll Logging just go it. first for everything. Why yeah. not? Why not? Um, so two truths, one lie. Devin won last month, which means we were on a fresh start for this month. Let's see who who could take home the uh, trophy for this short month. Uh, let's see. So mine is uh, in relation to Oscars. Mm-hmm. Which of these movies won the most Oscars? Now I'm not saying that it's the movie that won the most Oscars of all time, but I mean oh. of these three, which one has the highest number of Oscars? Got it. Okay. Um. So first, Shakespeare in Love, 1998. Titanic. 1997 or Schindler's List 1993. Hmm. So one the one that won the most is what you're yeah, asking. They've me. all won hmm. Oscars, but which one won the most Oscars? There's only one of these that I've actually seen, so that must mean that it's the best of the three, <laughs> which means it probably won the most awards of the three. I feel like again the uh other two are probably really popular movies and I'm just uncultured all of them are like (laughs) the critically acclaimed films of course i still i want to say all three won best picture in uh, in their year okay i think i still just feel like i hear about and see things about titanic the most so again 
going with my gut here not going to be swayed one way or the other with you trying to gaslight me and trick me <laughs> uh, i'm gonna go with the titanic i still see stuff about it all the time so titanic like. won 11 oscars it's a high number compared to shakespeare loves seven Ooh. and schindler lists schindler's lists seven so you are seven correct to 11 okay titanic has most and i mean like you said it's got still all this acclaim this mm -hmm. much later in time you know leonardo dicaprio's big break um 11 oscars best picture being one of them and it's still up there in the top 10 highest grossing films of all time there we go um, definitely deserved and yeah it <laughs> It won a lot of awards, that's for sure. 11, that sure is something. So I know you said not most of all time, but most of those three by a few. So quite impressive. All right, so here goes my list now of three things. So a little bit more news I'm sneaking in. So the 2023 WWE Royal Rumble was yesterday. Ooh. So obviously you know that's where a lot of wrestlers enter the ring and they get eliminated by going over the turnbuckles going over the ropes and that is how they are eliminated and then like last person standing wins but what i would like to know i don't know if you've ever watched it they enter in all at different times they're not all in there right at once free for all style so they get called in certain numbers um what i would like to know is which of these wrestlers did not participate so these are all real wrestlers these are all wrestlers for wwe they're not aew or anything like that um they could maybe be past or present so maybe that's how i'm tricking you but i am just going to name three wrestlers and one of them did not participate yesterday so i have edge the miz and Rey mysterio which of these the, did not participate yesterday the edge the miz Mm -hmm. And what was the last one? Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio. Booyaka, booyaka. That uh, one. I don't know if you ever watched any WWE. Oh no. Uh, Riz. The, the Miz. The, the Miz. Miz. Yes. What's the first one? Edge. The That's the guy with the long blonde hair. Long blonde hair. Yeah. Okay. Black tights. I mean, they all wear tights, but <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Miz. We're going with Miz. Miz? You don't yeah. think Miz participated? Yeah, no, I don't think they invited Miz. So I didn't talk about him. I, I, I don't really know that much about him. I think he's got like spiked up hair, wears a jacket before he goes out and stuff. But he did participate. Oh! And so did Edge. And kind of where I'm tricking you here, I wasn't sure if you watched it growing up or not. Um, Rey Mysterio is like really, really popular, has been for a while now, but... He was supposed to participate yesterday, so they called his name and they played his entrance music as they called number 17, but he never came out. And I was trying to look up things about it last night and this morning. People, I believe, they still don't know why he didn't come out at number 17. But at number 18, they called out Dominic Mysterio, his estranged son, and he came out wearing his dad's mask that he is famous for wearing it's how again i the buyuka buyuka 619 people know the song people know the mask yeah very popular wrestler but he never came out so as a result he did not participate kind of I mean, a weird thing that yeah, happened if he's wearing his dad's mask maybe he's like 
passing on the mantle. Could be. That's what it is. Maybe he's retiring. It could be, yeah. So if I do find out more about this. Or maybe uh, it was like a joke that he already kicked his dad's butt in the back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his dad was already eliminated. Um, But yeah, I was looking up the list yesterday, and I saw an asterisk next to his name, and then I saw it crossed out because they probably had it all predetermined. You could probably see the list ahead of time to be able to follow it. And then they had to cross that out and put asterisk. It was it was a very strange thing. If I have any updates on it, I'll be sure to bring those forward next week. I already have to keep you updated on LeBron James scoring record. And I feel like there's a couple other things I have to keep updated on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as those are swirling in the news, I will be able to keep you all updated. Sounds good. All right. Well, I hope we figure out why. Maybe Maybe some interesting news coming up. Yeah. Uh, but thank you again for joining us this week um, for our draft next week. Continuing with our love is in the air theme, uh, we're going to be doing a skim through mm-hmm. of a romance or romantic comedy movie. Mm-hmm. So be prepared for that. Uh, see what Devin can put together for that one. Good luck there. It's going to be tough. It's going to be fear. like my date with the president's daughter all over again. <laughs> yeah. I know it is. It's like, uh, well, you know, they're dating. But, you know, (laughs) we'll do our best. We'll see what we can come up with. Uh, Make sure to tune in. Don't forget to put in your votes on Twitter and Facebook for which draft you feel is best. And don't forget to buy your tickets through SeatGeek using our code IFITHASASCORE for $20 off your first purchase. And in addition to that, check out... Coming up very soon this month, on the 17th, Midnight Energy is doing their full release of their store. They're opening up their store. They're in a couple uh, stores around the the country here. Yep. And um, they just did their pre-sale and sold out completely. So this is your next chance to get your hands on some Midnight Energy. We'll have a promo code for you very soon. Yep. For gamers, by gamers, we like drinking Midnight Energy before we play our games and segments on the podcast. (laughs) Every time I play a game, I drink Midnight Energy. I know. I like drinking it before I do any drafts or any waiver wire or lineup decisions for fantasy football. Clears your head, yeah. That game, it increases focus and energy, so I enjoy it. It'll keep you from getting any uglier. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoy it. It's been working out for me well, so hopefully we can share that with you as you choose to buy some, and we will have, again, our code for that as their full release becomes activated so yeah stay tuned for that Mm -hmm. yep and that concludes if it has a score for this week so thank you again for joining us as always you can find me on twitter at wskimmilk or my website wskimmilk.com for uh this podcast as well as others devin you can find me on Twitter as well, Devin Lang 32 for NFL and fantasy football analysis. And don't worry, folks, the NFL is the league that does not sleep. As we are wrapping up the playoffs and the Super Bowl, we are going to go right into offseason stuff. We're going to do who's going to get traded, where are free agents going to sign, where are players from the NCAA now going to get drafted. So I will be doing it year-round for you folks. Alrighty, and that wraps us up. Have a great uh, week. See ya. 
If It Has a Score is available on all your favorite podcasting providers. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Shoot Your Shot Sports, and more. Thank you again for tuning in. We will see you next week.